0: Now, Roma Wines, R-O-M-A. Made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Roma Wines presents... Suspense!
1: Tonight, Roma Wines bring you Mr. Hume Cronin, who is currently being seen in the metro golden Mayo production, The Green Years, as star of Too Many Smiths, a suspense play produced, edited, and directed for Roma Wines by William Spear.
0: Suspense. Radio's outstanding theater of thrills is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wine. Those excellent California wines that can add so much pleasantness to the way you live, to your happiness and entertaining guests, to your enjoyment of everyday meals. Yes, right now a glassful would be very pleasant as Roma Wines bring you Hume Cronin in a remarkable tale of Suspense.
2: Right in here, Doc. What happened, Sergeant Henry? I picked this guy up in the depot. We've been looking for him for three days. He's standing in a crowd screaming somebody made a sucker out of him. Getting violent. Well, i better have a look at him. All right, now. Gonna hurt you. you. Made a sucker out of me. There he goes again. Oh, who made a sucker out of you? Sure, sure. She made a sucker out of me. Mm. Hand him a bang. Uh, yeah. oh. What are you going to do, Doc? Give him something to quiet him down. You think he's pulling an act? It's hard to tell. Maybe temporary insanity. I put up his sleeve. Come on, you, you easy. Made a sucker out of me, I tell you. Who did? <laughs> who made a sucker out of you? Fate. It was fate, I yeah. Say, that's a gag. A gag. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's far enough. Hold him. There. there. Oh, Let's oh, just put him to sleep. I'm sure. How long will he be under? About an hour. She, she ran out on him. let me laugh. He's starting to work. Very mm-hmm. Very fast reaction. I'll come back and question them later. <laughs> What's the in for? Murder. Oh, who'd he kill? <laughs> oh, some cheap confidence mug. But the motive uh, we haven't got. see,
3: Wallingford is my name. Yeah, Charles Richard Wallingford. Don't call me Smith.
2: It's not my name. He's talking in his sleep. Uh, sometimes <laughs> they do under the influence of a sedative. Especially when they've got something on their conscience they want to get rid of. Uh, I'd better take note. And you stay here as a witness, Doc.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's me. Charles Richard Wallingford. But don't let that fancy moniker fool you. (laughs) No, sir. No, I'm not a banker or an executive. I'm just a guy who works as a porter in a big office building downtown. But don't think I didn't have any ambition. I knew someday I'd get my break and... When I did, there was nothing going to stop me from going places. Not a thing. No, sir. Take that night, for instance. It was 6 o'clock, and most of the offices were emptying out. I had my broom and mop and was ready to start cleaning the office of P.J. Rogers. P.J., he's president of the Apex Advertising Agency. I always like to start with the big boys. I looked around P.J.'s office. Soft, easy chairs. Lots of buttons to push to make people jump. Yeah, this would be the life. Well, I started my broom gone. I swept around. And I bent down to pick up the wastebasket. A piece of torn paper caught my eye. Now, I'll tell you something. I don't know whether it was fate or just plain curiosity, but I read what was written on it. It was a memorandum from the desk of S.M. Parry to P.J. Rogers. And it said the judges have decided that the winner of the toothpaste contest to be Pat Smith of Boston. I knew this was the Century Toothpaste contest that just ended last week. 25,000 smackaroos to the winner. And this guy, Pat Smith of Boston, won it. Yeah, some guys have all the luck just for writing a slogan. $25,000, and the guy doesn't even know he won it yet. Hey. He doesn't even I do. I got what is called an inspiration. According to the radio, the winner won't be announced until the 15th of this month. Today's the 12th. Charlie, my boy. Charlie, my boy, I say to myself, when fate decides to hand you a break, who are you to turn it down? I stalled around while I made sure everyone had left the agency. Then I went for the filing cabinets that had the entries. They were listed from A to Z. I found the names that began with S and started looking for Pat Smith from Boston. There were over 200 Smiths, Aid Smith, Betty Smith, Carl Smith. I went through them until I came to Ollie Smith, and the next one was Pat Smith of 500 Commonwealth Avenue, Boston, Massachusetts. I copied the address and the slogan. Ah, oh, brother, to me that slogan sounded corny, but, well, who am I to judge $25,000. I went downstairs to the locker room, I changed my clothes, and I beat it over to Grand Central, and I caught the midnight to Boston. Run
2: boy.
1: Front,
3: boy. 500 Commonwealth Avenue was a big hotel with a sign reading, For Men Only. I walked up to the desk. May I help you? you have a Mr. Pat Smith staying here? Pat Smith?
1: Now, uh, let me see. George Smith... Harry Smith? Ah, yes, Pat Smith. Room 1133. 1133, thanks. Hmm? Oh, say, uh, mister, look,
3: uh, we have... The clerk started to yell something after me, but the elevator door closed, and I didn't wait. Yeah, I didn't wait. I wish I had, but I didn't. Yeah? Hello. Uh... My name's Wallingford. Charlie Wallingford. I'd like to talk to you. What about? About $25,000. Is this a joke? <laughs> that kind of money isn't funny, mister.
2: Come on in.
3: Thanks. Just move my clothes and you can sit down. Yeah, thanks. Now what can I do for you, Mr. Wallingford? Mr. Smith, how would you like to make 12500 bucks? That's a lot of money. Yeah, it sure is. What do I have to do? You entered the Century Toothpaste Contest, didn't you? The Slogan Contest? Yeah, you know. I work for the people that run the contest. I see. And I can fix it so you can win first prize. I'm beginning to understand. Good. And I don't have to do any explaining. It isn't exactly legal, is it? Well, maybe not. I thought all these contests were running the up and up. They are. This happens to be uh, what you'd call an unusual circumstance. I see. Well, Somebody has to win. Might as well be you. Uh, tell me, why of all the contestants did you happen to pick me? Oh, I don't know. Just chalk it up to fate. Well, suppose I don't agree to your proposition. Then I'll find somebody else who will. Simple as that? Yeah. All right, it's a deal, Mr. Wallingford. Just plain Charlie to all my business friends. (laughs) Shake. yeah. Well, I... I, I suppose you're busy
2: not
3: here. Not at all. Well, uh, don't you have some kind of job you got to get to? No. That's why I came to Boston. Oh. How long you been here? Two days. Hey, how come your entry had this address? Oh, I reserved this room a month ago. I've been using it as my mailing address. Oh, I see. Where are you from, Pat? Nowhere in particular. Just where my business takes me. You don't say. You uh, got any family? No. No, not so. Yeah, maybe you have friends here in Boston, aren't huh? a one. Well, that's too bad. Why the look? Oh, nothing. I, I was just thinking. Yeah, about the money? Right the first time. You know, it's too bad our paths didn't cross before. Why's that? I think we'd have made a good team. What's your racket? Stocks and bonds. Sell them? Mm-hmm. Legitimate? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I don't. Say, isn't contests out of your alley? Oh, it's just a hobby. I see, but sometimes they pay off, huh? (laughs) Come on, let's blow this place and really celebrate our little deal. Sure, anything you say. I knew I had this guy figured from the second I laid eyes on him. Just a small-time confidence mug. And I knew he wasn't going to play 50-50 with me. No, sir. The minute he got his hands on that dough, I'd have to sing for my half decided to take it all. I could be Pat Smith for a couple of days, and just so there wouldn't be too many Smiths, I'd fix this one up with a one-way ticket. We went to a place for coffee and sandwiches. I had some of my sleeping pills with me. By the time we got to the apple pie, he was feeling them something wrong with me. What's the matter? My head going around like a top. Come on, Johnny. Yeah. Give me your arm. Yeah. The air will straighten you out. I just want to lie down. You will. In a little while. Where are you going? Just walking. All the way down. Hey, now, wait a minute. Take it easy. Hey, hey, Uh, hey. hey. Here. Hold up. Why are we walking out in this dock? Just to get some air. Bring you around. All right,
1: all right. Hey,
3: there,
1: hey. Yeah? Uh, What's wrong, mister?
3: Well, nothing, officer. My friend here isn't feeling good. Yeah?
1: Better let me have a look at him. Oh, sure. Hey. Hey, you wake up. I just want to lay down. Okay, mister. Just wanted to check up. Lots of funny things happen around
3: here at night. Oh, you, you can't be too careful. Good night, officer. Good night. I waited until the cop disappeared into the fog. Smith had passed completely out of the picture. I Dragged him out to the end of the dock. I looked around me, and I found a piece of lead pipe, and I... Then it was over. I stripped off his clothes and I changed with him. I stuck the pipe under his belt and I pushed him into the water. I watched his body sink. Then I left the dock and went back to the hotel, went up to Smith's room. After a while, I went to sleep. Yeah?
1: Mr. Smith? Mr. Pat Smith?
3: Uh, Speaking?
1: There's a young lady waiting for you. Waiting for me? Yes, sir. She says she's your fiancé. For suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you as star Hume Cronin in Too Many Smiths. By Arthur L. Gray. Roma Wines presentation tonight in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense.
0: Between the acts of suspense, this is Truman Bradley for Roma Wines. Visiting friends in Hollywood, I noticed that more and more of them now entertain with wine. And of all wines served in America, Roma, of course, is the most popular. There are good, sound reasons so many smart Americans prefer Roma wine for entertaining. Roma wine is moderate, inexpensive, and easy to serve. And Roma wine is always delicious, always unvaryingly fine. For Roma, America's greatest vintner, is able to select from more grapes of choice varieties from California's finest vineyards than any other winery. And to this rich treasure of fine grapes, Roma adds years of winemaking skill and resources unmatched in America. Yet, Roma wine, America's first choice, costs no more than ordinary wines. Right now, Roma dealers are featuring fine red Roma California table wines. Burgundy, Claret, Zinfandel. For an adventure in good dining, try Roma Burgundy claret or zinfandel with a juicy steak, savory pot roast, or spaghetti with meat sauce. You'll discover food with Roma is food at its best. So insist on Roma, R-O-M-A, Roma Wines, enjoyed by more Americans than any other wine. And now Roma Wines
1: bring back to our Hollywood soundstage, Hume Cronin in Too Many Smiths, a tale well calculated to keep you in...
2: Suspense!
1: Hello? Hello?
3: I lay there, paralyzed with that phone in my hand.
1: Hello? Hello? Mr. Smith? Did you hear me, sir? Your fiancé? My fiancé? Yes, sir.
3: Oh, okay. I'm coming right down.
1: She'll be waiting for you in the reception room.
3: This didn't jive Smith said he didn't know anybody in Boston I started to break out in a sweat I had to go down and face her Trying to avoid it would make things look suspicious I took my time dressing But my mind was going like a machine gun But it was no use There was nothing to do but face her And to try and bluff my way Pardon me, miss Are You looking for Pat Smith? Yes Oh, I'm Pat Smith. Oh,
4: I'm afraid there must be some mistake.
3: I guess there is.
4: The Mr. Smith I'm looking for is my fiancé.
3: Are you sure he's registered in this hotel?
4: Oh, I am, very sure. Well, uh... Oh, how foolish of me. There there must be two Pat Smiths here. You and my fiancé. Yeah,
3: of course. Yeah. It's yeah. such
4: a big hotel. I'll ask the clerk.
3: Yeah, do that.
4: Goodbye, Mr. Smith. I, I, I'm terribly sorry I disturbed you.
3: Well, that's okay. Two Pat Smiths. That was something I hadn't counted on. I watched her cross the lobby to the desk. She spoke to the clerk. He smiled and he picked up the phone. The dame sat down and waited. In a few minutes, a middle-aged guy walks up to the desk and the clerk pointed out this dame to him. I took a good look at this other Pat Smith and beat it into the elevator and went upstairs to my room. I headed for the desk and I started going through the late Pat Smith things. I found his papers, and then I saw what I was looking for a copy of the slogan he'd written. Brother, I breathed a sigh of relief. It was the same as the one I copied from the agency's files. Fate is sure sticking closer to me than a suspicious wife. That stupid clerk would have sent me to the wrong Smith, and if I'd knocked him off, I really would have been in a jam. You know, I didn't sleep good all that night. Around 8 a.m., I headed for the drugstore in the lobby. My head was buzzing. I wanted a cup of black coffee. As I was drinking my second cup, I glanced in the mirror in front of me and I saw the second Pat Smith come in. I turned around to watch him buy some stuff at the counter. razor and shaving soap, cream, stuff like that. And a large tube of century toothpaste. And... Toothpaste. It was only then it began to creep into my mind. Maybe this Pat Smith had entered the contest also. And if so, maybe he was the guy that was going to collect the 25 grand. Maybe I'd been barking up the wrong tree. A sick, weak, empty feeling settled in my insides. I put a quarter on the counter and followed Smith into the lobby. I uh, beg your pardon. Uh, yes? Isn't your name Smith? Pat Smith? Uh,
5: yeah, yeah, yes it is.
3: Funny thing, is, that's my name also.
5: Oh, yes, yes. I heard there was another Pat Smith staying here. Uh,
3: you mind if I sit down? No, no. Go right ahead. Thanks. Kind of funny, two Pat Smiths living under the same roof. Well, I don't know. Smith's a very common name. (laughs) You're right there. Uh, you know, that's how I met your girlfriend. Uh, my
5: girlfriend? Yeah, the tall, blonde, good-looking dame. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. But, uh, wasn't she looking for you? I don't get you. Well, the clerk telephoned me in my room that she was waiting downstairs, and when I met her, it seems that I wasn't the Pat Smith she was looking for. (laughs) Darn it. You what? No, so naturally I assumed it was you.
3: Couldn't be a third Pat Smith here.
5: Well, hardly. I spoke to the clerk about it, and he checked the register.
3: Maybe she had the wrong hotel.
5: Well, I doubt that very much, because I've seen her about the lobby for the past few days. You have? Well, what's wrong?
3: Huh? Nothing. I was just thinking. Yeah. I see you're doing a crossword puzzle. Uh-huh, yeah. You interested in puzzles? Sometimes. I like contests better. You know, the kind they have on the radio? Yeah. Did you ever enter one of those? Well, as a matter of fact, I have,
5: yeah. Uh, how about the Century Toothpaste Contest? Oh, of course, at $25,000. That's <laughs> it. It's quite a big prize to shoot for. Yeah, sure is. Uh, what kind of slogan did you write? Oh, I think it's pretty good. I uh, I got a copy right here in my pocket. Yeah, hey, you care to read it? Oh, I sure would. Now, let me see now. <laughs> Here it is. I don't think it'll win first prize, but it might win one of the lesser ones. <laughs> well, what do you think, Pat?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Much better than the one a certain party I knew wrote. It didn't take a book critic to see that the slogan this Smith wrote was better than the other one. I was a fool. If i looked through the files of the agency more carefully, I would have seen that there were two Smiths and which Smith won the dough. I was in a tough spot. Tonight at 10, they were going to announce the winner, and I had just six hours to figure out an angle or lose the 25 grand.
4: Hello. Hello, Mr. Smith. Who's this? Mr. Smith's fiance. remember?
3: Yeah, I remember. What do you want?
4: I think you and I better have a little talk. What about? About my fiance. Where are you? In the lounge.
3: Uh, I'll be right down. Well, hello.
4: Sit down, won't you?
3: Thanks. Okay, what's on your mind? You. Oh, I'm flattered. You needn't be. Okay. What about me that's so interesting?
4: Why you killed Pat Smith.
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Let's not be stubborn about this, Mr. Wallingford. Must I repeat my question?
3: No. Who are you?
4: You already know that.
3: What's your name? Betty. Betty what?
4: I'm asking the questions.
3: How do you know he's dead?
4: In the evening papers.
3: Here, let me see that.
4: Here. Here. Police discover body in Charles River.
3: First thought it'd be Charles Wallingford, but fingerprints taken from the dead man proved his identity to be Pat Smith, small-time, confidence man wanted by the police in three states. Police are looking for Wallingford. New York City police have discovered that Wallingford's been missing from his rooming house for the past five days.
4: You see how I know. Where do you fit? I was supposed to meet Smith here. We had a little job planned.
3: Oh, I see.
4: You went and spoiled it. Why? Come on, come on, start talking. If I don't like the tone of your conversation, maybe the police will. Well, I
3: I couldn't see any way out but to tell her the whole story. I couldn't bluff. I was scared and she knew it. She didn't say anything while I was talking. She just sat and stared at me.
4: I always told Pat those contests would be the
3: death of him. Well, that's how it is. This other guy will collect all the dough. You've given up so easily? You have any ideas?
4: Mm, $25,000. Yeah, I was a fool to get mixed up in this in the first place. Are you sure this Smith is going to win?
3: Can't be anyone else.
4: Yeah. Well, you've gone so far, why not take another step? What do you mean? I met this other Smith just as I met you. I know. And from the way his eyes lit up, I could see he was... He was kind of sorry I wasn't his fiancé. I don't think Mr. Smith would mind very much taking a a walk with me down to the river. Holding hands.
3: Yeah, I see what you mean.
4: Just the way you did the other job. Well,
3: I don't know. Scared? No. No, I'm game. Good. You get him out of that dock. I'll take over from there. Don't worry, don't worry. He'll be there. Yeah.
4: By the time the cops fish him out of the river, we'll have the money and plenty of distance.
3: You mean we go together?
4: What's the matter? Don't I appeal to you? Oh, sure. Sure. Well, wait here. I'm going to phone him and cast out the bait.
3: Okay. Here's Hope he bites. Don't worry. He will. I watched her walk out of the lounge to the phone booth, across the lobby. Every eye on the joint on her. I knew Smith didn't have a chance. And if I hung around her, I wouldn't either. She was murdered, that dame. After this job was over, I was heading in the opposite direction. I could see her talking, and when she hung up, I could tell by the expression on her face that this Smith was a cooked turkey.
4: You'll be down in five minutes. You better beat it.
3: Okay, baby. You're carrying the ball now. See you on the dock. I glanced back at the table, and she was sitting there, calmly powdering her nose for the kill. Then fate stepped in again. I don't know why, but it suddenly hit me that maybe she was giving me a double cross. After all, how long do I know this dame? I went back into the lounge through the street entrance and managed to sneak into a booth behind the one she was sitting in. In a few minutes, Smith came in through the lobby entrance and walked over to her. Well,
5: well, good evening. I I came down as quickly as I could.
4: So I see. I suppose my phone call surprised you. Oh,
5: yeah, yes, indeed.
4: I'll come to the point, Mr. Smith. Somebody is going to murder you. Uh, What? Please, just... Keep your
5: voice down. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. But in heaven's name, why? Why would anyone want to murder me?
4: For $25,000? But I don't have that much money. You will. Look, I don't understand. The Century Toothpaste Contest. You hit the jackpot. How
5: do you know? The winner won't be announced until 10 tonight. I got a
4: way of knowing these things.
5: I... I'm going to call the police. Sit
4: down, Mr. Smith. I got a better idea. I know the only way.
3: She lowered her voice, but by straining, I got wind of what she was pulling. Yeah, that much was clear. She wanted the money, but without a murder rap. Then she was going to tip off the police about me, which would give her clear sailing with Smith and the dough. Yeah, she was clever, all right. But, you know, it it didn't burn me up. Funny, I I wasn't even sore. I I was just tired and scared. I, I wanted to get away anywhere, so long as it was far from Boston. I had a few dollars left, so I beat it. I went to the railroad depot. My train didn't leave for an hour, so I walked around. I bought a paper. I felt like a punch-drunk fighter. I was licked, and I knew it. Yes, sir. Fate had let me down. I was through. I was standing in the crowd, waiting for the gates to open when I saw it. Right there on the front page, I saw it. I started to laugh.
2: (laughs) I couldn't stop. What's the matter, buddy?
5: <laughs> hey,
2: <that's> Charles Wallingford, <laughs> alias right Pat Smith. You're wanted for murder. <laughs> what a story! Starts out as a simple swindle and winds up murder. Yeah, but his story still doesn't tell me what I want to know. What's that, Doc? The cause for his temporary insanity. Oh, it doesn't It that. Hey, that newspaper. He was reading... What? What? On the first page. Yeah. Here. Take a look at this. The winner of the $25,000 Century Toothpaste Contest was announced last night. The lucky winner was, was Miss Pat Smith of the little town of Boston, Georgia. Suspense.
0: Suspense! Presented by Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Before we hear again from Hume Cronin, star of Too Many Smiths, tonight's suspense play, this is Truman Bradley for Roma Wines. Just two more shopping days before Father's Day, June 16th. This year, give Dad something special, a gift he'll long remember with pride and warm appreciation. Honor him with a bottle of magnificent Roma California Champagne, traditional wine for the truly special occasion. Or, if you're planning a family party for Dad, make it really festive with the bubbling brilliance of pale gold, sprightly dry Roma Champagne. For Roma Champagne pays the perfect compliment due the man of the house on his day. And throughout this month of weddings, anniversaries, and gala social events, you can rely on Roma Champagne to add the subtle touch of continental smartness that makes your hospitality outstanding. Yet... Delicious Roma Champagne, so lavish, so glamorous, so flattering to your guests, is really inexpensive. When you shop tomorrow, get Roma Champagne. That's R-O-M-A,
3: Roma Wine. America's first choice. This is Hume Cronin. It's always a great pleasure to have an appearance on Suspense. Mr. Spear has been telling me about next week's show, which sounds like one we won't want to miss. June Dupre will star in the suspense play which takes place on a cross country train trip. A play which tells the story of an apparently devoted wife and of her husband who's traveling with her.
1: Next Thursday, same time, Roma Wines will bring you June Dupre as star of Suspense, Radio's Outstanding Theater of Thrills.
0: Produced by William Spear for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Sick of being
3: upsold at gyms?